0: Hello and welcome. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. You're listening to the audio horoscopes for Taurus season 2019. These horoscopes will focus on what I see as being the most important themes of this season, and I'll offer some perspective on how to work with these themes through embodied awareness. Taurus season extends between Saturday, April 20th and Tuesday, May 21st. Please listen to the horoscopes for both your sun sign and your rising sign. Your sun sign is the time of year you are born. It's the answer you give if someone asks you what your sign is. Sun sign horoscopes will generally give you information that is important for your larger life journey and soul development. Your rising sign is the time of day you are born. The rising sign horoscopes generally give you greater insight into the current events of your day-to-day life. Many people also find valuable information listening to the horoscopes for their moon signs, which often speak to more emotional experiences or those occurring within the home and family. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart in the horoscopes section on my website, embodiedastrology.com. On the site, in the post for this date, you can also find short written horoscopes for all 12 signs. Thanks so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. If you enjoy this work, please share it. You can also support the work to continue by leaving positive ratings on iTunes or likes and comments on the tracks on Spotify and SoundCloud. I love offering this work for free because I believe that astrology is a healing tool which should be accessible to everyone. If this work brings benefit to your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to Embodied Astrology through the website. Recurring monthly donors will also receive my monthly zodiac calendars, which include in-depth information on working with lunar cycles and planetary transits, and are wonderful study guides for anyone who's interested in bringing Embodied Astrology more deeply into their life. Happy Taurus season, everyone. Now, onto to your horoscope. Hello, and thank you for listening. This is the audio horoscope for Sagittarius, and we're going to talk about Taurus season. Taurus season begins on April 20th. This is the 30-day span of time that the sun travels through the part of the sky that Western astrologers have named Taurus, And for you, for Sagittarius, sun, moon, rising, or otherwise Sagittarian identified, this place in the chart represents your day-to-day, your responsibilities, your health, the practical ways that you make your life work. Maybe this sounds a little boring or uninteresting because it really can be. It is the muck of living a life here on earth. You have chores to do, you have bills to pay, you have a body that needs constant upkeep. There's always dust on some surface. There's always something to do and something to take care of. However, when you can attend to the day-to-day in an efficient way, you get opened to whatever energy can come through you and manifest in the world. And so being able to take care of your life in the day-to-day also means that you can be effective in the world. And that's something that I believe that you want to be. Over the course of the next... 30 days or so, the sun will move through this part of your chart, illuminating these issues. There may be a feeling that you're busier than normal or a lot of things need taken care of. As the sun moves into Taurus, it comes into conjunction with the planet Uranus. Uranus entered Taurus a couple of months ago, and this is a very slow moving planet. It will be in the sign for seven years. What Uranian energy does is it brings the new. It upsets what's old, it tears down old structures, it revolutionizes, it innovates and experiments and invents, and it basically brings us breakthroughs and insight. Breakthroughs and insight in your day-to-day could look a lot of different ways. This could mean that you're using some kinds of new technologies. Uranus is pretty closely associated to emergent technology. So maybe you're starting to use apps or some other kind of digitized process to help your life function in a different way. Or you could be getting very creative and experimental about how you're attending to your tasks. It may mean that you're ready to launch into a new relationship with your health and with your body. Uranian energy, again, wants to do things that are new and unexpected. If you're a person who's had a very um, rhythmic exercise schedule and you do only yoga and running or something like that, Now might be an excellent time for you to get out and take a contact improvisation class or learn Thai kickboxing or go rock climbing or something else that feels completely new and different and maybe a little bit risky. Uranian energy really wants you to push past your limitations and to liberate yourself if you're someone who's very busy and you manage a lot of details, and I know a number of you Sagittarians and you all are effective anyway, you're managing a lot of details a lot of the time, I just wanna say that this impulse could help you let go of what you actually don't need to be managing. If you're the kind of Sagittarian that has trouble managing any details at all because you're always off to the next thing, This influence could help you think differently about what details could do for you. Again, you need a good balance between attendance to what is necessary and uh, organizational skills and also letting things go and inviting new energy into your life this doesn't have to happen tomorrow. Again, this is a seven-year transit. So you have a pretty good amount of time to innovate in this part of your life, but it is a really good time over the next month with the sun here to start to think about it and to notice how your day-to-day operates and how you would like to be in new and different relationships with it. Also on April 20th, the planet Mercury travels into Aries and Venus is not far behind it. So we have Venus and Mercury traveling together through the sign of Aries. And what Mercury does is it brings conscious attention, cognitive process, communication, and language. What Venus does is it brings gentleness and love and magnetism and harmony. As these two planets move into Aries, they both move into conjunction with Chiron. Chiron is a centaur planet that I love and use and have been studying quite a lot. So, if you follow my work, you've heard me talk about Chiron the last number of episodes. This influence of Chiron and Aries is an opportunity for all of us to come into contact with the parts of our being that have been separated or cast out in some way, not allowed, um, held back for fear of consequence or shame or something like that. A lot of these parts of our have been cut off and separated um, or we were cut off and separated far before we were born. So we inherit cultural and familial ideas about how we should be, who we should be, etc. And when we can't actually be ourselves, we experience dis-ease and unhappiness for a lot of different reasons. Cairo and traveling through Aries gives us an opportunity to get to know ourselves more deeply. And for you, this is going to be a really important theme. And again, this is a long transit. This is eight years. This transit is happening in the part of your chart that has to do with your life energy itself and with your creative, authentic expression and your joy. This is also the part of the chart that rules children. So if you have children or you are working with children or you're involved with your inner child or something like that, This is a a really good time to learn to be an ally to that youthful energy that does need to be itself and needs to figure out how to exist in a world that has so many barriers on authentic expression and also such weird ideas about what individuality is. Basically, we need to be individuals in community. We need to feel supported and seen in who we are. Working with astrology is a wonderful way to do that. And you can use astrology to look into this part of your life. So again, this is where your creativity is. It's you as an artist, whether or not you identify as an artist. It's you with something special and unique to give to the world. There may be some things surfacing right now about, oh, I can't do that, or I used to, but now I don't, or I'm not talented, or da-da-da-da-da-da-da, da i am not special for whatever reason. Now's the time to work with that energy. I have a class on Chiron and Aries. that's called Reconnecting the Separated Self. You can find that on my website, embodiedastrology.com, under Play and Learn in the online class section. It's a three-hour class. that's a deep dive into this astrology. I give you tools for how to work with it in your own chart. And if the things that I'm saying are resonating for you, check that out. On Wednesday, April 24th, Pluto turns retrograde A couple of days later on Monday, April 29th, Saturn turns retrograde. Pluto will retrograde until October 3rd. Saturn will retrograde until September 18th. They are working together in tandem all of 2019 and into 2020. Both Saturn and Pluto occupy Capricorn presently, and for you, Capricorn is the part of the chart that has to do with your finances, your resources, whatever it is that you value, and the way that you receive value into your life. So this has to do with your value systems and self-worth. Saturn and Pluto are pretty intense energies, and when they're working together, there's a strong need to align, get integrated, retract and pull back from anything that is superfluous and address the ways that we are out of integrity with our own beliefs, with our own actions, with our own habits, etc. During this retrograde season until September, October, it's a really good time for you to review your finances and pay attention to how you're using your resources and what your um, or how you're conceiving of sustainability and sustenance. This is a very good time to get practical. What do you actually need? This is a really good time to pay attention to greed or to other ways that you might be hoarding resources or existing in some kind of scarcity fear. Saturn and Pluto are also traveling with the South Node, which is an eclipse point. And the significance of all of this is that if there are limitations to how you're operating in your own energy, if you're working through the lens of fear or scarcity or stinginess, you'll suffer for it. If you can get into good alignment and good practice with your own resources, and that doesn't mean you have to give everything away at all. It means that you're realistic, that you're practical, and that you use your resources for good in the world, you will not suffer. You will be joyful. Over the summer and into the fall, this is a very important theme for you to be looking at. It's working closely with uh, the themes that I started this horoscope off with basically your day-to-day your jobs how you're spending your energy etc how you're spending your energy and your resources obviously go together so you need to make some changes in these areas of your life and astrology is here to help you do that so pay attention to these dates that I'm just about to list if you think back look in your calendar um, this past January of 2019 December of 2018, June and July of 2018, and February and March of 2018, Pluto was previously at the point that it is going to return to in this retrograde. As you consider these dates, consider broadly some themes that may have been present at that time or important experiences that you were having. There's something that needs to be revisited and reviewed that. Previously, got brought up uh, in during these date ranges, so it could offer you a clue to think back on it now. Throughout the next couple of months, as we go through these retrogrades, keep those dates in mind. It may become more obvious later. The gist of the transit, however, is that you are restructuring your relationship to sustainability. Uh, sustenance resources and values and that it's very important right now for you to be ruthless in your honesty about what you need and how you're operating in your concepts around sustenance and values. On Saturday, May 4th, we'll have a new moon in the sign Taurus. It's right in the middle of the sign. A new moon happens in every sign once per year, and that's a really good time to set intentions and make wishes for what you want to bring in, for the new energy that you want to initiate in this part of your chart. Once again, Taurus is the place in the chart that describes your jobs, your chores, your tasks, your day-to-day functions, and your health. It's how you keep your life in the material plane together. When I say jobs, I do mean work that you might do. I'm not necessarily talking about your career. I could be, but I'm also talking about jobs that you have to do whether or not you get paid. So if you're an artist and you're working as a waitress because you have to pay your bills, I'm talking about the waitressing job, okay? So how do you want to be spending your time day to day? Use that new moon energy to initiate the new beginning for this year. Check in with me on May 4th for the new moon meditation and embodiment. I'll be offering some facilitation to think about these ideas. On Monday, May 6th, Mercury moves into Taurus. And on Wednesday, May 15th, Venus moves into Taurus. So lots of energy in this part of the chart. Mercury brings, once again, the cognitive mind, and Venus brings the love. So Mercury will be there until May 21st, Venus until June 9th. Use their influences to attend to your schedule, your tasks, your jobs, etc. Get very curious about these themes. On uh, Wednesday, May 15th, Mars also makes a move into the sign Cancer, where it will travel through July 2nd. Cancer is a part of your chart that has to do with the subtext of relationships and the ways that we exist in enmeshments or entanglements or unspoken agreements with important other people. This is the place where we share money, where we share resources, where we um, keep secrets, where we kind of deal with a lot of the funkiness that can come up in relationships that's hard to talk about. Mars in this part of your chart suggests some action and it could give you um, courage and uh, desire or will force to peer into some of these more shadowy places. It could also be a representation of some defensiveness, though, and especially if you're working with uh, important other people in your life. From May 15th through July 2nd, it would be a pretty good idea to just note that you may be more sensitive than usual. Mars and Cancer can be a pretty sensitive placement and we can feel like we need to defend ourselves against a lot and there's a tendency to shut down and kind of shut out or build walls um, and distance ourselves. This is not always the best thing to do. It really is a time to notice your reactive patterns and to, to inquire deeply into them. Are there boundaries that you need to set that are important boundaries? Is there anger present that needs to be expressed? If so, how can you express, how can you make these boundaries in a way that is loving and productive and not um, argumentative or um, instigating of of some kind of argument that you probably would rather not be in? So good, good time to be a little aware of those tendencies. Finally, on Saturday, May 18th, there's a full moon at 27 degrees of Scorpio. For you, this is the place in the chart that is deeply unconscious. This is where you relate to the dream world, to your ancestors, to the great unknown and all the mysteriousness that you're constantly swimming in as a very small human being with a short life. So around the full moon, it's a really good time to just check in with your intuition, maybe make an ancestor altar if you don't have one, think about the influences and what is influencing you. Um, that is unknown and unseen. Scorpio is a great sign to work with boundaries and also to work with intuition and initiation into deeper layers. So really good time to meditate, to pray, to dream journal, or whatever kinds of practices that you have that help you connect with that more liminal and vast mysterious place. That's what I have for you for your horoscope for Taurus season. If you'd like to learn more, please listen to the longer podcast the month ahead on Taurus. I'm going to talk a lot about the aspects I mentioned, as well as others. You can also get my monthly zodiac season planner, and this is a written report with the planetary aspects all listed out with my interpretations of them, with calendars for you to use for planning your life with astrology so you can take advantage of the astrological aspects and the lunar cycles, and a little bit of writing to help you understand what Taurus is and how it functions. These planners are available to all monthly subscribers for free they're also available as a one-time donation however monthly subscribers subscribe by donation you can sign up at any amount per month and as you subscribe you'll also get discounts for my online classes including the class I mentioned on Chiron um, as well as another class Elemental Economics that's coming up on May 6th and this is a class where we'll look at money so when I was talking about relationship with money and resources you might be interested in this class we'll use Uranus and Taurus as a launching point to consider value and value systems and new ways to relate with currencies and exchange. So check all that out. There's more on the website as well. Blog posts for every full moon and new moon for any uh, podcast that I put out and short written horoscopes for all 12 signs for Taurus season. You can find that on the post um, for this podcast for April 20th. Thank you so much for listening I'm wishing you all the best in this season and bye for now.